Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. We are live here. Call in to the show at 347-884-8245. And we are also live on Facebook. <laughs> I'm doing both at once. <laughs> Um, I'm getting too old for this. Um, (laughs) We have a fantastic show for you tonight as the return of Emilani is here. That's right. You heard me right. Emilani is here. It's been almost a year. I cannot believe it. So my good friend, Emilani, who's an amazing psychic medium and has such great insight also, on spirituality, on today's world, and we scheduled this in advance. We had no idea of the tragedy in Las Vegas that happened, and we definitely want to take some time to talk about that um, and then take your calls for your questions, okay? So um, call on in, 347-884-8245. And if you've never heard Emilani before, let me tell you, you're in for a treat, and you'll be so happy that you called in. Okay, so as we always do, I'd let people get settled and uh, post, uh, share the show out. Uh, we're going to start off with a song, and we'll be back here right after this. As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place yours
Journey into the Light Spiritual Radio going into its 10th year. Um, your host, Michael Long. Wasn't that two beautiful songs? Oh, I love those songs. So, uh, hello, Emilani in the chat room. Um, so, we are live streaming to you in two different ways. 
which I think is beautiful. You know, reach the people however you can. And, you know, we've been on Blog Talk Radio. We'll continue for almost 10 years, uh, the longest-running spiritual show on the network. Um, And we're going to continue to do that. But we also started streaming on Facebook, which has brought in a whole new group because spirituality is so huge. And I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, of course, a lot of people I'll run into have never heard of this show. Well, you know what? A lot of people have never heard of John Edwards, honestly. And I think everybody's heard of him or maybe Daniel Brinkley or, you know what I'm saying, right? But um, that's how huge um, it is. So tonight's a special night in a lot of ways. First, just talking about the guest, Emilani, um uh, was with me over a year. We did shows, you know, weekly and we did some, just some really deep shows. You know, um, we, we went anywhere from an hour to two hours on different topics and course callers. And we got really deep into the calls and, and, and not calls of calls too, but into the topic uh, that we were doing. And, you know, during this time we became, you know, good friends. And, uh, and that's what, you know, made the shows also so good. And, um, but then we took a break and, um, and I was thinking, uh, kind of crossed my mind a couple of weeks ago, but Hey, let's, let's invite Emilani back. Um, it's been way too long. And I will tell you this, um, this might surprise Emilani too. When I was going back yesterday to find the information to post, like, you know, going back in, you know, months, you know, um, I had to go back all the way to like last November to find a show. And I had no idea it was that long. And uh, so uh, Emilani is just really a special lady. And um, and she's going to be here on Mondays at this time. OK, six o'clock uh, Pacific time, eight central, nine eastern. Write it down. Tell your friends, okay? See that pink pen? Breast Cancer Month, see? Uh, and I'm not afraid to have a pink pen. Um, anyway, uh, but anyway, Emily's going to be here at this time. And what's great about it is we have no show afterwards. So if we want to, you know, go long, <laughs> we can. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, a lot of people are coming into the chat room too on Facebook, and thank you for that. We got uh, Monica from Australia. Wow, see that's what I'm telling you. People come from all over the world. Um, they do on my radio show, but even more so on the um, deal. And yes, Emilani, real men wear pink. I have no problem. <laughs> I've I've worn worn a pink shirt before, and maybe before the month is over, I will. I will get one. Maybe if enough people donate to the homeless mission, I will get one. How about that? Uh, <laughs> I know uh, on my LA show, I do. I've been connecting with Live PD. Uh, it's a big, popular show on uh, A and E. It's the most popular show on Fridays and Saturdays, and it takes six police departments throughout the United States and shows live what they do. It's really a great show, and. Um, 
anyway, so there there's a guy who's coming on tomorrow. Um, he lives actually in Oklahoma. He's head of the Tulsa uh, gang unit. And people have said, will you, when you go on, wear a pink shirt? And if so, people there are going to donate to the breast cancer uh, uh, fund. So anyway, so so what this show is all about, this is a spiritual radio show. We have a psychic medium on. So if you have a question, a problem, uh, just uh, call on in. Uh, to the show okay the phone number is there and the last thing I want to say is um, if you haven't heard or maybe you have what we do is our nighttime show especially our late shows like this we dedicate it to our homeless mission love in action that Jennifer Taylor and myself started back last Christmas December and uh, basically um we raise funds here. People donate either through GoFundMe or PayPal. I go out and help the homeless here in the streets here in Oklahoma City and where they're, you know, uh, at, you know, what they're needing. Um, and, I mean, we don't enable, you know, as far as addicts and things like that. Um, we'll definitely I have tried to help uh, get them, you know, re, you know, recovery and things like that. But anyway, um, and, and make a long story short, cause I want to get to Melania's. Um, we have taken a guy named Burroughs who at the age of 14, he was kicked out of his house because his dad said you could not go to church. And when he went with families in the neighborhood and his dad found out about it, his dad kicked him out of the house. And he was homeless from then on. And now at age 66, God directed me to him. He wasn't having a sign out or nothing. Um, he was pushing two shopping carts, trying to make a couple of dollars with cans. And God said, Michael, go talk to him. And I said, but God, he doesn't even have a sign. He doesn't even ask him for help. And God said, Michael, does he not look like he needs help? And uh, I like okay yeah I mean this was in my early early stages of this mission <laughs> I learned a lot trust me so I just pulled over and I just talked to him like what's going on this is how I'd learned his life anyway long story short now he's at the age of sixty six and he said I've I have lived on these streets for twenty five straight years and before we actually found him a home, a place where he calls home now, apartment garage, he was caught up in a severe storm with a tornado at 2 in the morning here in Oklahoma City where we have bad, bad, you know, storms, tornadoes in the spring. And I said, what did you do? All the stores were closed. He's here on, you know, I know where he stays. It's just a concrete slabs everywhere. And he said, you see that dumpster over there, that commercial dumpster? He hopped in the dumpster and held on for dear life with winds up to 130 miles an hour. True story. And uh, so when he told me that there was a lady nearby that had a uh, apartment garage that she was renting out, and I said, okay, can I call her this week? And he said, she's there now. Would you go talk to her, please? And he was so anxious. And I said, yes, of course. So we, I went there. We made the deal. So we pay. Um, his rent, and uh, so now he has a place called home. He eats with that family uh, anytime he wants. He has electricity, water, even has a TV. 
Uh, God, you know, it was the most happy, one of the most happiest days of my life. And that's what we do. That and that, if that's not beauty, I don't know what is. That's spirituality. And like I said, if it's not us helping, who will? Okay. So if you would like to donate, you can donate on the GoFundMe link that's on the show page or um, the uh, PayPal uh, email address. It's on the radio show page. And I also will post it here on Facebook uh, chat here in just a minute, okay? And what we do is people who donate um, to the mission, we will go ahead and bring you up as one of the first callers and give you a 10-minute reading. So that's like a $2 a minute reading, right? But it goes for a great cause. goes for a great cause. And I post a lot of my pictures, as you see on Facebook, so you can see the work being done. I think that's really important. Um, some people vary on that. Some people say, I don't need to do that. I feel like I do, so I do. Um, and if you saw the picture of Bill and his friend Gene this week, did you see that over the weekend of them together? They're like buddies. Oh, it was priceless. Those guys were so great. And uh, I I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Um, that is where my heart is. That's where my heart is. So anyway, okay. Let's get on with the show. My mouth's getting dry, and I want to get Emilani on here. Call in, 347-884-8245. And if you can't donate, still call in, okay? It's not required, okay? I've said this over and over. Everybody is welcome. Everybody is welcome. And just make sure you press the one on your phone, okay? All righty. There's John Crowley in there. He's come into the chat room. He's um, live here on Facebook. Thursday night. So, hey, Carmen. Hey, Brandy. Um, hey, Terry. Terry. Terry Davidson. Terry is a light worker, but guys, she, when, when my, I got to tell you this one more thing. I'll extend the show, okay? I got to say, say something here because everybody wasn't here Friday. Terry was here and I was doing a benefit Friday on my day off. For my daughter, my daughter is, I mentioned, and I don't like talking about this too much, but I will for a second. My daughter has had an eating disorder that she's been fighting on and off for the last six years. And twice she's had to go in treatment. This last round she's gone in for just a month. Um, Last time she was in a treatment center for three months which I was up there uh, three, four times. And uh, I swear, pray for those girls. Pray for them. Uh, luckily, my daughter has never had it really bad, you know. Um, but anyway, so long story short again, Friday I did a benefit for my daughter because she's been out of work for a month. And um, uh, the bills, as you can imagine, are piling up. So I just did a benefit. If anybody wanted to donate to her uh, PayPal account, you could. And I got to a really low point on Friday night. I just have to say that because um, basically no one was donating. And I thought, you know, I've done this show so long. I've helped so many people. And then one time I asked for help for my daughter and just like no one was responding. And I 
Um, this was really only seen on Facebook Live. I wasn't saying this on the radio show. But Terry saw it, and so did Deborah from Australia, who's not here right now. Anyway, so Terry saw, you know, my tears, and Terry donated uh, a really heartful amount to my daughter. And uh, that's what I say. Someone who doesn't even really know you, um, but can feel your heart. Um, anyway, so that's what I'm saying there. And, uh, okay, I've talked enough. I'm going to let Emmeline talk for the next couple hours. So, all right. Thanks again, Terry. And, okay. All right, let me go to my switchboard here. And uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring in my friend back to Journey in the Light. This is the one and only Emilani. Welcome back. Michael, how are you? <laughs> I can't believe it's been that long either. When you said I that, know. I was shocked. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. But I'm yeah. so glad to be back on, really. Crazy. And I missed it. Yeah. I missed doing it really a lot. So, <laughs> yay. <laughs> Did I have clapping back then? Um. Yes, that, you had clapping I back did. then. Okay. Yes, okay. I believe so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, you but, know, and it's so funny. I want the yeah. audience to know that both of us had that idea at the same time. You know, I had just somebody asked me, "Don't you miss your radio show?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I so want to go back on it." And what you text me within two oh, days. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. Of course, that's, that's how amazing. it works, right? Right. <laughs> Always right. <laughs> yeah. I've but I've been watching too. you. Yeah, I've been watching I you and all your charity work, <laughs> and you know, uh, feeling like I really love to be a part of that. I love your the work that you do with all these people, and you know, it's it's amazing. And I really hope that people donate because just so you guys know, when you give, you receive, right? When you have mm-hmm. that beautiful giving spirit. Then you receive. And one thing people say, well, you know, can I give too much? And I think what people don't understand is that the universe is unlimited. And so, you no, you cannot give too much. And the universe will give back to you as much and more. So don't worry about, you know, how much you give. Give what you feel comfortable and are authentic about giving. But know that the universe is unlimited, and so unlimited amounts come back to you. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, I remember so many times that, you know, when we, we were uh, married really early on, I would see someone that's homeless and I would give and my wife would say, are you sure? And I said, yeah, you know, because it'll come back so many more times. This guy needs help and you don't give to get, but it works that way. It really does. And you feel so amazing. Well, you know me, I'm totally into oneness, so. Of course, that person is you that you're giving to, you see. Right. That person mm-hmm. is, a, is a reflection of you or a part of you that you are actually giving to. So there isn't another being there. And if we want to go even further, that's God or spirit or universe, whatever you call it, in that container, in that holy vessel of that body who has forgotten himself somehow. So you're just giving to yourself, and if you want to think about it, you're actually giving to God. So why would you pass them up? 
And people will say, oh, because what are they going to do with it? They're going to do drugs. What is it? It's none of your business what they do with it, right? It's not our business, really. No, do we want to enhance people's drug or alcohol or whatever problems? No. So give it with a prayer. Put some energy in it, some healing energy that they find what they need, that they become, remember who they are, that they remember that they're one with God again. And that way, your essence, it's not the money that you're giving to them, it's your essence that you're giving to them. You know what somebody said to me two nights ago, and it brought me to absolute tears, and I don't think, and it came from a man who's a client of mine who's married, he, We have I do life coaching with them as a, as a couple, and you know what he said to me? Uh, he was doing a Spartan race, and, you know, he, they wanted me to come, and I couldn't go this time. And and so I told him, I said, you know, my presence is with you, though. I'm always with you. And he said back to me, I love your presence. And I thought to myself, that is the, the most amazing thing anyone has ever said to me in my life. It brought me to absolute tears. And so that's who you are when you're giving to these people. You're giving them energy. You're giving them presence, your love, right? And if you realize that giving goods or money or just a smile or a hug is presence for them, that one presence could actually heal what's going on in their life. That's what you're giving, and that's what you get back. And whatever form that comes, if it comes in money, if it comes in a boyfriend, if it comes in a house or just somebody else giving you a compliment or a smile, so be it, right? It's so amazing, Michael, to for everyone to realize that their presence is what everyone is wishing for. Everyone wants love, right? And love is who you are. And it's so exciting, when you feel that of yourself, when you realize who you are and you give like that, your life changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so agree. I got to tell you a quick story, Milani. Um, you know, uh, about a month ago, I was, this was Saturday. You know, my wife has lupus, so um, she's uh, pretty much can't walk very long distances. So we were going to Walmart, and we had to go to the second Walmart because the first one didn't have an electrical cart. So we found one um, and had one machine, and my wife had to plug it in and wait for it to charge. And she said, why don't you go to the other side where you need to go to get a few things in the pharmacy? I said, okay, I'll do that. And I pulled up, and uh, and where I parked at was right next to it was electrical cart. And I thought, my wife first. I thought, oh, wow, I could bring her one that maybe is charged. As I got out of my car, a uh, car pulled up to me, and the window goes down, and it was an older lady, probably about 80. And she said, sir um, – <laughs> No, she wasn't from England. She said, sir, I can't walk. Can you find me a cart? And I said, I got it. So instantly, it only took me half a second to think, well, my wife was like, no, this is too set up. This is, you know, by design from the man upstairs. And I said, okay, I got one for you. You go park right over there, right behind me, and I'll drive it on over to you. Anyway, I just so loved it. And I said, anything else I can do for you? You know, I just didn't want to leave that moment. You know what I mean? It's like a natural eye. Yeah. 
It is, isn't it? Because you know why you were is a natural high? Because in that moment yeah. you were more yourself than you've ever been. Like you're the most authentic yeah. when you're like that. And that makes us our vibration raise, and it feels so good. That's why we get that, like, high feeling. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, I remember this freedom. I, oh, yeah, I remember who I am, right? And you're like, what? You can't miss nothing that, you know, you're smiling from <laughs> ear to ear, you know. And all of a sudden you've got, like, a lift in your step. That, and that's what it is. It's that you literally touched yourself, like you realized who you really are. And a lot of people who learn, you know, manifestation, it's all about knowing that that's who you are. You are that gift. You are the thing that you're um, giving out. And then you feel that high vibration. That's why people feel so good to give, and that's why it brings more to give, you know, because it is who we really are as a group. And even the person that's in the audience going, no, you know, that's not me, I'm not going to give a thing, or I don't have anything to give. The reason you feel like you don't have anything to give is because you don't realize that you are the gift, not the money. You're the gift. Your presence, your essence, your smile is the gift, right? I mean, that's what, and it builds your vibration up when you realize that you're the gift. So if you don't have anything, you feel that you don't have anything, your currency is love, and your currency changes all things. It's the most important thing for us to remember as humans. I mean, look what happened last night, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. right? That man did, just didn't remember who he was. He didn't remember that he was a loving being. He lost himself somewhere in life. He lost himself. And didn't have any reminders, or he just didn't take the reminders in, right? Yeah. And then he became disconnected to human life. He just disconnected yeah. and thought, hey, you know, I'm just, this is that, my way of showing you how angry I am, how uh-huh. separated I feel from God. I feel separate from God, so I'm going to take your life. That's what happened. Uh-huh. That. That is what I was thinking today all day. I've racked my brain about it. Uh, nothing else fits. And like you said, he's he's lost the connection to the divine, to love. He yeah. feels, as you've said on the show many times, people that are really angry, like Trump and stuff, they feel like they're not loved. And they have this disconnect. So what do they do? They act out angrily, you know? Um, uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. You either act angrily or you become or you become poor or you um overlove you're not you're out of balance whatever it is you're out of balance and it makes you feel disconnected from your divinity like you said and then you react from that place so you're in the ego mind right edging god out you're in the ego mind and your ego mind says hey why don't we take this machine gun and take people's lives and there's no filter there's no, there's, I'm sure his inner self was saying, uh-uh, I love you. There's no way. The people are asking me all the time, why does God let this happen? Why doesn't he stop it? You know, that whisper, that internal guilt feeling that you have when you're doing something that you know is harmful, that's that's God. It doesn't come down as a booming voice and knock you over and take your gun away. It says, I love you, I love you, 
I love you, I love you. Remember yourself, I love you. And when you deny that, it feels like guilt and shame. It it feels like guilt and shame, and that's why so many people live with guilt and shame, because they don't hear that whisper. God will never say, you have to do this, or you can't do this, or you stop doing this, because we have free will, right? But it will always stay present in love, and that's when you're not in that presence of love, you feel guilty or shameful or sad, right, very depressed, fearful, so it's very interesting how our inner feelings are what is the barometer of where we are. The, with this guy, I have to tell you first, Michael, though. At, yesterday I was talking to my friend about two hours, maybe three hours before it happened. And we are just talking and we were, ta- I was, you know, giving each other readings back and forth. And I said, oh, my God, something really big is about to happen. I could feel it. I got really off balance, really heavy. And I said it three times. She goes, you said it three times. That there's something big is about to happen. I didn't hear Las Vegas or I didn't hear, you know, I just heard, felt a shift of energy that there was going to be some sort of big event. So, you know, I, it was no surprise when I heard later turn on the news and I saw that happening. And I thought, wow, you know, if I tuned in a little bit more finely, would I have heard it and been able to pray for it to stop? I know if I was there, this is what intuition is so important for. If I was there two hours prior to it happening, I would have heard, get the hell out of there. That's why I teach intuition, because I would have heard to leave that area. And a lot of people, they don't, you don't hear that. You know, you're not in tune with your intuition, which you all have in order for you to be able to walk away from a situation that's about to happen. Because nobody wants you to be there. Spirit doesn't say, this is the way that you die today, right? Spirit will always say, hey, don't go there today. Like, remember my story about driving in at the Ganges River, I mean, drowning in the Ganges River, right? I was told not mm-hmm. to do it. I was told flat out, don't do this. And I I did it anyways, and I ended up going two miles down the river and almost died because I didn't listen to that whisper, right? I was too busy worrying about the person I was with. So you learn how to do that, and and everyone has intuition. Intuition is you are connected to the divine that has a voice through feelings. And it gives you, or pictures in your mind, or there's different, you know, Claire's, clairvoyance, clairaudience, all these things, and it it does love you enough to help you to not suffer. And people say, well, why are so many people suffering right now? Because we're not listening. We're not loving each other. We're not listening to that presence of love that is constantly loving. It never leaves. It doesn't ever not love. It doesn't move from us. It's like a solid block of love that you actually are either stepping into or stepping out of. You, not it. God doesn't pull his love away. God is love, right? So these people could have heard, like, you, you see it in the, in the New York City um, 9-11 where people said, you know, I just didn't feel like going to work that day. And they ended up staying alive. Right? I mean, we want to build our intuition, and that's why we do readings and get readings and 
you know, take classes and just, you know, tune in so that you can hear and prevent things and pray for things and help people. And, you know, even when you're giving to the homeless, you're going to feel not this time. You're going to feel, of course, do it. But, of course, we have a million things to help us to not feel. That's what addiction is in the world, right? So when we're talking about eating disorders and we're talking about all kinds of things, those things are blocks that we build in our ego mind to love from hearing and feeling the voice of God or the voice of the divine. So so interesting. It always goes back to the same thing. It's separation, and if we understood that we would, you know, do more emotional healing as a whole, as a whole world, we would heal our emotions more because that's what actually makes us block that voice out. So interesting, right? I feel for that man. And, of course, he's passed now. And But when it was happening, I felt for everyone. And I didn't judge him. And, like, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's the government. It's this, it's that, it's that. It doesn't even matter who it is. What matters is that somebody felt so separate from their divinity that they acted out against others and against themselves because now he's dead, right? He lost his life. So interesting to witness this awakening that we're having in the world like everyone then what else do we have to have to turn back to spirit what else is going to make you open your eyes and say you know what i'd rather have love than all of this so most likely he probably watched a lot of violence or maybe he was a vet you know the you get your mind programmed to violence and then you think that's the answer <clears throat> and it's not the answer that's just not the answer. We can't live this way anymore. It just doesn't fit us anymore. It, it's not who we really are. That's not the divine in everybody. You know, but it is a choice. It's very interesting. It, to me, it was just another thing happening for us to wake up, for us to finally open our hearts to each other, to ourselves first, heal what blocks us from love and then to each other <clears throat> yeah exactly I totally agree and uh, uh, to the Facebook uh, folks uh, if you're listening um, my camera's gone down for just a minute but we're going to take a call and in between that I'll get it fixed and uh, so just rejoin me but we're still live on the main uh, radio show which is the main thing um, so uh, we'll reconnect We'll uh, post that in there. <laughs> uh, but I so agree. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's you know it's like what are we gonna do after this happens? You know what are the answers? And it, it's you know it's definitely not more guns. It's it's um, and you know so it's uh, I come back to it's you know it's love. It's and it's make sure that we show it. Uh, to you know all of our brothers and sisters and you know and i mean like this guy his dad was a kind of famous bank robber uh, uh-huh. and they never knew him so that gives you a little 
little background. You know, the dad was never there. They said they never even knew him. And then he was yeah. this eyesore that they had to always fight against. You know, the public always, I'm sure, making fun and all that yeah. nasty stuff. So it's like, let's start with our kids from the beginning the right way, you know? And mm-hmm. um, But let's, let's so. talk about this for half a second. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yes, right? You know I do life coaching. That is the bull, you know, I do readings, of right. course, but, but my yeah. love is life coaching. And when people come in and they we begin to look at their background, just I glance at it because honestly, yes, mm-hmm. did he not have a dad or did he have this issue or you know maybe he was severely abused? We don't know. But I have to say that right now in this second, every single person who has a past, right, who has some kind of something, you have to look at yourself and not your parents, not your environment. And you have to look within and say, am I missing something, right, that I couldn't get from my My parents couldn't give me that kind of love. They didn't, they, they didn't know how. They, we can't blame anyone anymore. And a lot of psychology, a lot of readings, a lot of spiritual teachers, you want to go back and blame somebody or find the link back there. And if you do that, you kind of get stuck in the ego mind in the, on the way sometimes. You can look back there, right? And but you want to look there and unblock that energy by forgiving. But if we all just stood right here just now and said, "Hey, you know what? There's something blocking me between me and the divine, or me and love," and just took responsibility for our own disconnection and our own relationship with God. So one thing is right. Our relationship with the universe is what shows up in our life. So let's say, let's say I'm dating somebody. Let's say, right? Let's pretend I'm dating someone, and they do something that hurts me or I feel is harmful, right? I'm going to go not to him. I'm going to go to the divine and ask, what is it? It's blocking me, right? Or blocking us from having a loving relationship. And go right to the, my source, right? That's that will tell me or or do something else on the other side. So you surrender that you have to do anything, and you give it to the universe, and the universe brings healing to you. Whether it's a voice in your mind, a picture in your head, and an epiphany and understanding, or the other person says, "You know what? I don't know why I just said that to you." I don't know what I'm doing. Or or someone else from who knows where, they read it in a magazine, they see it on TV, some stranger tells them, hey, you know what, this is what's going on with you. This is what, or, or this is what's going on with my friend, and you hear it about you. It's so much easier to do it that way because, honestly, everything that happens is for you to have a deeper relationship with the divine, not with other people with the divine, and then you have a good relationship or better relationships with other people and other things, manifestation of money and goods and everything else, right? Seek the kingdom of heaven within, right? The kingdom of heaven is within. Seek that first, and then you can have everything else. So the universe is saying, hey, come to me, and I will fix that, and I'll unblock you so you can see it differently and they, whoever's on the other side, will respond differently. 
So when we're looking at, you know, North Korea, we're looking at, you know, I'm not going to mention because you and I will go off on this tangent. But, you know, what we're looking at, <laughs> I remember all those talks, mister, you know. Hint, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm not saying the T word. I will not. But okay. moving forward, right, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it, the universe adjusts to that, and it unlocks mm-hmm. your heart. And then you see correctly, you perceive what's going on in a better manner. And then your energy, your frequency changes, and you can manifest what you really want. That's how it works. Because the universe, its, it's whole intent is for you to know, remember it, you as it. Not your boyfriend, right? Not your wife, not your grocer, whatever. It, that's not the point. Not even your loved ones on the other side. The loved ones on the other side come because they point you back to spirit. They usually come to say, I'm so sorry that I didn't do this or I didn't approve of you or I didn't acknowledge you or I loved you so much. You know, they don't always apologize because sometimes you have a great relationship, but they just say, hey, I'm here for you. But I'm actually pointing you back to yourself, back to the divine, back to spirit so you can have a better life. Right? If we just could just think about that one thing, that when I feel disconnected or something's going on in my life, I'm going to turn right to spirit. I'm going to go to my source and say, hey, you know, what's blocking me? Well, I need more of you within me. Awakened, awaken me to you, the part of you that I'm blocking, that my little mind is blocking, or the collective consciousness. So if we keep putting war in our minds or even going to watch movies that are super violent, we're bringing blocks into our psyche. We're bringing your mind will do what's most um, powerful. The the highest energy wins, right? If you have more love in your heart, you're not going to go shoot a bunch of people. But if you have more fear in your heart, you might go shoot a bunch of people if that's what's programmed in your mind. If that's what your mind decides is the right thing to do. So deprogram your mind. Stop giving it that file to pull up. Right? Like domestic abuse. If if you're going you feel like slapping your wife, that's because you have that file that says when I'm in extreme pressure, I react this way. And it might have happened with your dad. But you don't have to have that file. You see? You can block deprogram those things by putting by recognizing the light within and as you do every time you choose the light or you choose love it lets go of those parts of the mind that are blocking it the light does the work itself the light has its own innate intelligence and that light is who you truly are it's not that hard the work isn't that hard but we complicate it it's we think it's more complicated than it is Mm-hmm. All, right. You know, all we need to do is surrender okay. to it. Right. I and most gotcha. people don't realize uh, that you can just surrender to it by your actions. Like you say, go yeah. give a homeless person a dollar or a sandwich or socks or whatever. And by doing that, your mind goes, oh, that's what we're doing now. Okay. I'm going to follow my heart instead of this weird little voice in my head. Right, right. Exactly. 
I totally I get you. I see what you're saying. I agree that we need to look within and, and you know, and I, I believe, you know, parenting is very important. But, you know, we need to, you know, because we can all look at stuff that happened to us as kids. Um, I know I can. I had an alcoholic dad, and I feared my dad, and I hid from him, and I, you know, all this stuff. And then they, then my parents died on me. So I could, you know, act out, you know, like no one loves me. You know what I'm saying? And But I took control of my worms. life. <laughs> right? What's that? It's like, what? I'm going to eat some worms. Like, nobody loves me. I'm going to eat some worms. You know that song? <laughs> Everybody hates me. And then we get stuck in the eating worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? All right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, uh, we could talk for days. I know that, and that's <laughs> we do that. We <laughs> let's uh, take some callers here and see who we have for Emilani. Um And uh, so let me go to my uh, board here, and uh, let's see here where we're going here. Okay, there we go. Um, okay, so let's go to, and I'll come to all of you in the screening room, okay? So please be by your phones, and if you're um, uh, maybe on Facebook Live, make sure you call in and then press the one on your phone. It's really important, guys. Press the one on your phone, and if you want to guarantee to come on, you know, pay it forward. Make a donation to the homeless mission. You're going to help out someone in need, and you get help yourself. You'll be the next caller up, okay? Donate $25 or more, and uh, you'll get a 10-minute reading. Uh, if you need help with that, I'll come to you in the screening room in just a bit. And uh, But anyway, let's take our first call then, and we're going to go to um, – and make sure you press the one on your phone, guys, okay? Um, okay, let's go to 203, uh, Connecticut area, I do believe. Can we get your first name? Um, it's T-A-Y – a A N. I, I spell it all because it's pronounced Tayan because a lot of people don't know how to pronounce it. It's Tayan. Hi, Tayan. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I was Milani. just out your way like three weeks ago. You could have got a reading from me in person. Oh wow, this is crazy. <laughs> I do a psychic. I do a psychic fair in Socrates, New York, every six months. So the next one's in June. Just so you know. Oh yeah. Follow well, me on Facebook. Yeah, I was just about to say that I have to get your information. Yeah. All right. Um, what can I do for I you? Was, I was calling in because I wanted a, uh, a message from Spirit about what's going on with me health-wise. Because okay, don't tell, me, that's a, don't tell me anymore. Don't tell me anything else, okay? Let All me right. read you, and then we'll talk, okay? Okay, yeah. But just so everyone knows in the audience, just tell me just that much. Don't tell me too much, and let me let me go into your health. Right now, okay. So right, okay, wow, okay. So what I'm feeling right now is it's interesting with you and your health because you have had some situations in your life that were very fearful that have made your health, your body react in a very fearful manner. Do you know what I mean by that? Like there, you have a lot of tension. So in because of that, and, and like we were talking about on the show, like going back in your history of the way that you were raised or the things that you've done yourself because you've got a lot of shame going on here. So what mm-hmm. I'm going to do is as I talk to you, I am going to help you dissipate that energy, okay? So there's some things that you've done in your life that you feel shameful about and you're punishing yourself by through your body. Got it? 
We don't even have to mention them on the radio. If you want to talk about that personally, sometime we can. But there's things that you feel ashamed of. And so this is what's doing it. It's, it's got your circulation. It's got all kinds of things going on. I can feel it in your head. I can feel it in your circulatory system, your lymphatic system. It's all blocked up, okay? And so these symptoms that you're having and the things that have gone on are associated with this feeling of if anyone knew that I did this or anyone knew that I thought this, you know, I have to keep it all inside. And so it's just blocking up the energy is just circulating through your body, which is making little blockages here and there. So I don't know if you can actually feel me in your gut. Like right now I'm touching in like kind of your intestine area um, where there's a lot, there's blockage there, right? And have you always had a, like a stomach issues, like a no. nervous stomach? Okay, no. because there's a lot of bloating around that area and around your liver. Okay, so there's stuff going on there, and um, in the heart area as well. As I look in your body, and so what I want you to do while I'm talking to you is I want you to just forgive yourself and forgive others for what you feel was harmful to you or what you feel was harmful to them, associated especially with your mom. So are you having symptoms of similar things with your mom? Did you not have a, a great relationship with her? No, it's um, it's uh, the contrary, actually. She's, she's like okay. my best friend. Okay, good. Because Okay, because there's symptoms. Has she been having um, the similar health problems? Who is it, the woman that has... Similar health problems to what you're you're looking at right now. Um, I'm not sure actually. Because she's stuck in your energy field. Yeah, There's a because woman she's. Mm-hmm. You know she's she's probably um, just really concerned about what's going on with me. Mhm. And you've been concerned about her your whole life, correct? Right. Like you, that's what I feel like. Like you've taken her into your energy field, and so some of these symptoms are not your own. You're very empathic, and you can, like, you know, look that up and see that sometimes people that are very caring towards another person will actually bring in their energy to their their own body. But if you don't realize that you have to release it, it will begin to make symptoms in your body. Okay. So I'm going to help release her, not from your life and not that you don't love her, but just that you're not taking on her energy or her problems. A lot of really good sons that have a mom who they love a lot, they'll take on protective energy for her, you know, and and sometimes people take on other people's illnesses that are not their own. Can you feel me in your body? Can you feel me? Um, do you feel any warmth or heat down your spine and sort of in the stomach area? Because that's so where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so now tell me what's going on. Okay. Um, over the weekend, mm-hmm. I, um, I damaged my... Uh, my hands, like both both of my hands, I had um, mm-hmm. I had an accident and okay. I went I went to the emergency room. They did X-rays and they said it doesn't look like it's sprained, but they just want to make sure I didn't fracture mm-hmm. myself and this and that. And I'm just 
I'm just really I'm I'm trying not to be fearful, but you know, I'm just really um Okay. I'm really frustrated with the whole situation because you I'm a writer. Yeah. And yeah, and I and I need my hands, you know, but okay. at the same time, I'm I'm also looking at this as okay. you know, as as my final final stage to becoming who I need to be, but Okay, know, so okay, stop right there. Part. Hold on. Now, let's get innovative here, okay? Let's go into your hands. Let me I'll put my energy into your hands, all right? I do feel like the right hand is a little bit, uh, I don't know if it's more free or if it's more, there's, your right hand is what I'm focused on the most. Um, now, while your hands are healing, you can still write, but by telling this story to your computer out loud. There's dragon speaking naturally. You can re- It will record this, whatever you're writing, and it will type it out for you, Okay. So you can have no hands and still write because you're a good storyteller, correct? That's why you're writing. So you don't have to necessarily use them right now. You you don't necessarily have to use them ever again, okay? So as long as you realize that, your hands will begin to let go. They'll, They'll heal a lot more, faster, okay? I don't feel like there's breakage. I do feel like there's tension in the muscles and the tendons, but I feel like if you would just go forward into, hey, you know what, I don't have to have these, it's okay for right now that I just speak my story, you can record it on your phone, download it as a file, You can, if you don't have a computer, but you can do all these things without your hands, you see? So what you've done is you've associated, if I don't have my hands... I can't become who I really am. But that's not true. All you need is your presence, right? Your essence, your mind. And you can still show up. You could go to open mic night and start telling stories. Right. You see, there's so many things that you can do. And what inside your soul, what your soul just told me just now was, I really just want to be seen. I want to be heard for who I am. And so I'm panicking over my hands, right? Because that's why you're writing. You want it out. You want to be known. Correct? Correct. Okay. So let's do that. Let's go into that energy first of you don't have to have your hands, right? Right. I can do it a different way, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So just let that happen. Let that happen. Just feel it in your hands. Let them rest. And let yourself rest that, honestly, right now, in this space and time, you're heard and you're seen. We don't have to do anything to be heard and seen, you see. You're known by the universe because it knows itself. And that's what you're actually looking for by being a writer or even a famous writer. You see? Mm -hmm. So with me, right, when I first started, I was like, I'm going to be the best psychic in the world. And and then I achieved it. I was like, oh, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. But then I said, you know what? I love what I do so much. I don't care if I'm the best one. I care that I, I love people. And when that happened, when I let go, 
I became, I got in a book, The 50 um, Top Psychics and Mediums in the United States. And my gifts actually were enhanced, you see, because you have to let go of the outside need for love. It's within you. And if you understand that you want to write to give people love, you will be the best writer ever. Right. So this hand injury, supposed hand injury, brought this to you and said, hey, let's, let's chill for a minute. Let's stop for a minute. What do you really want? So the question is, who am I really, right? So be innovative. Start recording. Start talking to people on on, um, YouTube. Start telling your stories, right? Record them and type them out on the computer. Mm. For now. Okay. You'll You'll feel your hands. Let go. All right. Yeah, because all that energy that's stuck in your belly that I'm working on, that all that energy, that tight, like, oh, it feels like tension, that cortisol, right? Mm-hmm. That's because you don't realize that you're already famous. You're famous, you know why? Because God sees you. The universe loves you. You are number one in the universe's eyes. Wow. Okay. Now just act it out. All right. Got Got it? I got it. Okay. Thank you for calling in. Thanks, Tan. Thank you, Tan. Okay. All right. He's gone. Okay. That was beautiful. Um, And I was going to ask you something. And Milani... Uh, as I get older, my memory is. Um, <laughs> I haven't I'm done a reading on the you. radio for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm older than you, so uh, anyway, um, boy, um, yeah, I am, right? Well, know. I'm 54. I've said that on the radio. You don't have to say your age, but I've said on the radio before, so I don't care. So what, what's your birth- what month is your birthday? July 17th. <laughs> I'm older. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm just All always right, 30 in my own head. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I said on my birthday this year. <laughs> I always say that, like I'm celebrating my 39th, uh, f- uh, f- you know, birthday anniversary. So, yeah. So it's oh, here it is. There's the correct way of saying it. Uh-huh. I am celebrating my. You know, anniversary of my 39th uh, birthday. And I always said that to my kids. And they're like, Dad. And I said, Hey, Ronald Reagan said that. And he got away with it. But my kids said, Yeah, Dad, but he was president. <laughs> okay, so what were you going to tell me? Oh, boy. I think I'll wait to the next car because I, I need to remember that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wake up, Michael. <laughs> no, I'm awake. I just anyway got so many things. But anyway, um, so we're going to the next caller. We have folks 25 minutes left. Again, if you want to donate to the homeless mission, this is a great time because not only are you helping someone else, you are guaranteed to be the next caller because we pay it forward and we thank you uh, for blessing those. 
um, that are in such need for help. And I will say this lastly. Oh, I got my question for you, Emily. Um, I will say um, this. <laughs> so great you're back. Um, I will say this lastly that, you know, I've been on the air this afternoon and then this evening about three hours. And, guys, we've only had one person, and thank them, but only one person, $10 donation. Surely we can do better than that, right? Right? We're a spiritual community. When spirituality is love for our brothers and sisters that uh, Joshua Darnell that Emilani and I are friends with, we, he pointed that out in the essay that he printed um, some months ago, and he said that a lot of people think that spirituality is being a psychic, a medium, or a spiritual radio host. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's love for your brothers and sisters. And so um, let's dig a little deeper, and let's, you know, if it's 10 bucks, you know, will, will that make you homeless tomorrow? If it does, don't give. But if it doesn't, give a little bit. Please, guys, let's... Uh, and you'll get a reading. You'll be next up. You're guaranteed. The links are on the show page um, for his GoFundMe or PayPal. Um, and also I put it on the Facebook Live. Ask me any questions. And here's a quick question. We have to make it kind of quick, Emilani. But, um, you know, we've really have our, our chair mission has struggled since the, you know, the uh, hurricanes and the earthquakes, you know, it is really just, I mean, some of the homeless, some of the folks I help, you know, I help pay part of their rent so they're not homeless. And I haven't been able to do that lately. I've, you know, and they said, you know, Mike, what's going on? I haven't seen you lately. And I said, hey, guys, you know, the hurricanes and all that is getting everybody's attention. And, you know, we're just not receiving the donations like we used to. And so what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think a lot of people pull in. You know, they're afraid of a natural disaster happening, so they start to save their own cash. You know, people react in different ways to disaster where they, if it didn't happen to them, they feel like it might happen to them, so they better, you know, hold on to their money. Um, You know, that's one thing that happens. People get into panic, and then they start buying stuff that is actually like um, water and, you know, they start stocking up just in case something happens to them. But what I'm hearing really deeply inside of me is um, people get in shock, like they're in panic. They're, they're, they're looking at, oh, my God, how I can't believe all this stuff is happening, and it just makes them stand still. You know, they don't do anything. They're not going to, you know, give because their mind is reeling from what is going on. We become in fear, right? And so one thing I want to say is that during this time while the earth is shifting and things are changing and it seems... So I want to talk... Can I say this really fast, Michael, I'm going to say? Because I have meditated on this so much. And I asked, I said, I asked, I went straight to source and I said, what is going on, right? And I even said... Who are you? I don't understand who you are. Do I want to follow you anymore? Like, I had, like, this breakdown, right? And I I felt this strange feeling from the universe. And I I just thought, if and I, I literally said this. So, sorry, you guys, if this offends you, but I said this to God. I don't know if I want to follow you anymore if this is who you are. And then this energy came over me, this 
big download of energy came over me and said, I am not that. And finally, you release the God of this world in order to know me truly. So we, our fears, what was, was explained to me was that our fears and our judgments and our feelings of separation literally are so powerful that we're making our own world act up. We are creators with the one, right? We ha- we're creators ourselves, and we're either going to create from fear or love, one or the other. And right now, there is so much fear going on that this world is reacting to it. You see? I was so stunned when I saw that. Yeah. I thought, that makes so much sense I... because God is love, and we're telling uh-huh. everyone God is love, and everyone's like, are you crazy? This isn't loving. Well, we're the ones that are doing right. this. We're the right. ones. Our fears are showing out in in the world. And that's why we need to return to love so badly. We need to actually stop being so fearful because hate, anger, violence, all those things are fear-based, right? We need to return to love so that we can create our world the way we want it to look, right, which is people stay alive and thrive. And, you know, of course, the body might dissipate at times. People might die, but are they doing it in peace and mercy and health and grace? We have to be the grace that we want to see in this world. God is not the one making this happen, but we have free will. We have the free will to be loving, Mm -hmm. creative beings. And when we create from love, the world will look like love. Yes, I agree. I agree. And let me say this, um, Emilani, I know we've had a disagreement on this, and I'm not talking politics at all, but we've had a lot of... (laughs) We, we've had a lot of discussions about this on my show with the various guests, and what just about everybody agrees is this. Now, there could be little variations with this, of course, but mm-hmm. we have seen, um, starting with the campaign and now the you know presidency, we have seen just so much infighting, so much bitterness, really on mm-hmm. both sides. We just mm-hmm. And now, like you were saying, the earth is reacting to – you know, to to all of that, because if you look, you know, you don't see this craziness happening in other, you know, countries. It's right here in the United States, you know, these hurricanes and uh, now this, you know, crazy shooting. And I think it's the world, you know, it's going to take so much of that mother nature and it's going to come back and it's going to react. Um, yeah. I, I feel that's what do you think on that shortly? Well, let's go scientific. Let's let's just go <laughs> he scientific. Just said yes, Michael. I agree. No, let's go. No, well, because you know why I want to say this because people yes. need to have a vision in their head of what actually happens. So mm-hmm. let's go scientific for half a second, okay? Okay. Our, we are vibratory beings, and our vibes create. Right. And so if we're vibing in fear and anger, despair, anguish, everything outside of us, our lives actually look like that because that's the way we're seeing things, we're creating that. If we're loving, our 
our life, our vibes are that, and the world looks loving. That's just how it works. You can talk about God's spirit. You can take all of that out because God doesn't care whether you call him the correct name. It's a vibration that creates, and your vibrations create, period. Scientifically, it's proven that our vibrations as a species create our lives. So we need to tune in, dial up, turn yeah. on some love, right? Okay. Yeah, we got to go to the next car. Oh, yeah, right. We're on the same track. We're on the same track. Yeah. We're on the same train. Now I'll say yes. <laughs> Choo-choo. All right. <laughs> so you've seen the light. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so glad you're back. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man, this is great. Okay, let's go to, um, yes, let's go to um, Barbara in Texas. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much. Hi, Barbara. Welcome. Hi, what can I do for you? Everything you're saying, girl, is exactly what I'm doing. I'm being the love in Texas. And I'm getting rid of fear, and I'm seeing everything that you're saying. Is oh, the good fear girl. is, I mean, perfect. But uh, I was just wanting to see if you could tune into my body and see what's going on with my left hand. Your left what? At my left hand. Oh, your hand? Wow, what's with the hands tonight, huh? This is so interesting, correct? Okay. Just so you know, I used to live in Texas for a year in Palestine. (laughs) So I'm a fellow Texan. Okay, so let me look at your hand. Do you have gout? Have you had it diagnosed? Not diagnosed. I'm not diagnosing you, but I I want you to go be seen. Either that or clean up your diet. Got it? Clean. Oh, and do you do any diet sugar? Are you are you using any fake sugar? Oh, no. no. Okay, good. Because that can give you that symptoms as well. But I want you to go be seen because it's acid. I can it's like acid in your hand. You oh. Mhm. Which can feel like gout or arthritis or you, know, you got a lot of tendon. I can see them where they're very um uh swollen. You have a lot of inflammation there. Yes. Okay. So that's usually either stress-related, diet-related, thinking-related. Now, the left hand also represents holding on to the past. So if you're grasping the past, if there's something in your past you haven't let go of, let's do that. It feels father-related to me. It feels Mm -hmm. like there's some gripe that you have. And you do you miss him very much? It, it, no. You're holding on, so you're no, mad I at him. Know him. I really didn't yeah. know him. Okay, so we gotta let go of that. Got okay. it. We gotta let go of any judgment. And I don't care what anyone has said about him. I don't care what the story is. All I know is that I want you free of the energy of judgment or the feeling of lack that he didn't provide for you. Uh, what I want you to do is, what do you call your source? Is it God? Is it spirit? What do you call it? Um, I'm not sure. 
Well, uh, pure love is all I call it because. Okay. So this is what I want mm-hmm. you to do. I want you to take a deep breath and close your eyes. And I want you to picture a giant gold heart in your hand, in your left hand. And let it sink into your hand. Let it just become your hand. In fact, your hand becomes this giant gold heart. And that gold heart begins to run up your arms and into your heart. Just allow it to release any block that you have, anything that is helps making you feel disconnected in that hand, okay? And I want you to do that until you feel better. And listen when you do it, because you might hear, like what I'm hearing is I feel like there's something father-related, right, that you can actually let go of that will restore the circulation in your hand or will reduce the inflammation. If you have CBD oil, you could spread some on there. If you want to do something physical, take it, spread it on there. Um, you know, you can use a therapeutic ointment like that, but really what I'm feeling is you're grasping onto the past, which is giving you symptoms of gout or arthritis or at least tendon inflammation, okay? There's a a lot of acid stuck in your hand. So acid meaning um, you've got some fear or anger going on there, some kind of judgment. Okay. Got it? Yes, ma'am. You know, I'm sure that every being, like if you said your father wasn't around a lot, somewhere he felt disconnected and it has nothing to do with you. Mm. It doesn't have anything to do with you. And that's one thing we do with our parents. We We think, because psychology says that you should be a great parent, you should be a good parent, we forget that they are who they are and they have their own journey and they're also our sacred teachers that teach us how to love. And sometimes it's by loving us and sometimes it's by not loving us and everything in between. It's our responsibility to be loving now. So we let go of the past, let go of the left, right? Let go of the past. So keep visualizing that, all right? I sure will. Yeah. Yeah, let us know how you feel. It, I, I feel like you're going to get a lot of relief there from that. Um, but go with be seen. You know, do Western as well. You know, the Eastern medicine is great. Holistics is great. If it, You know, but Western is also great because Western is also um, created by spirit as well. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, come back on and let us know how you feel. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. You're welcome. Thanks, Barbara. Thanks for making yeah, the donation after the call. Thank you. All right. Okay, yeah, we oh. Thank you, Texan. Bye, Fellow Barbara. Texans. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, and if there's anybody else out there that wants to make a donation, because we're just about out of time, uh, Emilani and myself, we'll stay over if you want to help the homeless make a donation. Um, and the links are on the show page, uh, GoFundMe or PayPal. Make a donation of $25, um, and uh, we'll bring you up here uh, to the show. Tomorrow night, um, I'll be on 
at the same time, which is 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 6, p- 6 p.m. Pacific time with uh, Media Michelle. Media Michelle. So uh, that'll be tomorrow. Also be on live, uh, on Facebook Live uh, with uh, with Live PD uh, show on A and E. Do you watch that, Emily? No, I don't watch hardly any TV, okay. Michael. Okay. A little okay. bit. Well, it's a real popular show, and uh, on A and E with six different police departments throughout the country. Anyway, we have been. Um, Kind of that's our kind of format right now with um, the Jennifer and I. Anyway, we've been bringing on guests from that show, and tomorrow is uh, one of the most popular guests on there, which is the uh, head of the uh, gang unit in Tulsa, and he's the one of the co-hosts on that show on A and E, which is starting its second season um, Friday. So he's coming on tomorrow. So. We're looking forward to that. Sean Sticks Larkin is his name. Sticks is his nickname. <laughs> and uh, so that's tomorrow if you guys want to catch it. And Emilani, um, this is my other uh, uh, track that I have. I don't, know if, I don't think you've heard of this one now. This is okay. uh, my laugh track, okay? So okay. see what you think of this. See how you grade it out. Okay. That was a lot that better was... than the one you used to play before. You know what's funny about that one? I just yeah, recently well... went to this really cool healer, right? And I went to one of his group sessions. He just intrigued me so much, so I went over there. And he made us laugh. He made us laugh like that, just so that our vibration would go up high enough that he could do the healing. It was fun. So I suggest that you play that, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I do a lot of times. It brings the vibration up. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, you know, the first couple years I did the show, I didn't understand that, you know? I didn't understand about bringing the vibration up. And if you listen to the archives of my first couple of years, my goodness, it was so depressing <laughs> because right. we mainly did with a lot of mediums of people passing. And, and I didn't want to, yeah. if they're sad, I didn't want to be, you know, really high, you know, high octane. Yeah. So I would be like, well, be blessed tonight. Sleep well. And we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> like, wah, oh, wah, wah, wah. Right? Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's I know. what I thought. But you know what? This you know, is the one thing. Uh-huh. This is the one thing I want to say about this, and I know it can be an unpopular belief, but the people that passed in Las Vegas, they're uh-huh. free. Uh-huh. They're, we're, we should celebrate their yeah. life. I know it's right. really difficult to look at a tragedy and go, what is she talking about? You know, they were in pain or they suffered and their families are suffering. But honestly, they're free. They're free of this world. They're free of the body and celebrating that they cross to go back into their selves, their divinity, their higher self helps the vibration stay up so that you can bless them and then their family and bless their families. Right. So sending love and saying, wow, you guys made it. You got out of here. Now, you you got out of here in a way that, you know, wasn't so easy. But they're back in their original selves, and that's what's amazing. You know, I'm sorry to all the people, and I'm sorry to all the – and I'm sorry to the shooter that he felt that disconnected. 
I send love to everyone that had anything to do with it, any of you that are afraid, and just raise your vibration and see that what happened, listen, we're going to pass some way, whether it's through a shooting, an illness, um, natural causes, right? That's what happens. I agree. Right, we got to pass somehow, right? We do, we pass somehow. Yeah. Somehow, and right. sometimes someone takes our life. That I mean, that happens. Right, right. You know, it, yeah, it, I wish it I didn't said, happen yeah. mm-hmm. right. that way, but it does. Mm-hmm. Even if you get hit by a car, I mean, right. people, we pass and we pass right. the day we're gonna pass. Right, right, and it's and you know, and we all know that, and and and, and most of the time, it's not like. Oh, he passed in his sleep. Wasn't that beautiful? You know, a lot of times it is ugly, a car wreck, uh, the Vegas shooting, you know. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, ugly um, the way my mom died, you know, next to me in a car. I mean, that was a horrible way of of dying, of my sister screaming, you know, Mom, wake up, wake up, wake up. And, you know, it's just bad. I mean, my dad probably was the best because he – he died in his sleep, basically. So, well, we uh, just haven't yeah. mastered not passing yet. You see, we haven't <laughs> mastered that yet. We can, we can prolong yeah. our lives. If you want to stay in this container, and you want me and your body, if you want to stay here and live in the world where there's love and equality and grace and mercy, then practice that every day. And you will live and live and live and live. We don't have to leave our container. The reason we do is because we have not mastered yet how to live in spirit in a human body. But we will. That's, that's our evolution. We don't have to leave. We need to find love. We need right. to see it. Right? Yes, I agree. Why don't we, um, let's see here, what we're going to do here, um, are you good with time? Are you good with time? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good okay. tonight, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take one more caller, and this might be a kind of a quick reading because uh, it's just a, you know, it's a free reading, And uh, but if there's, we'll put out the call for any last person that wants to make a donation. Again, we've... Um, we haven't had any donations on this show tonight. So if one person wants to step up and donate $25 or more to the homeless mission, it'd be greatly appreciated. And guess what? You get on for the last reading. Okay. So um, you can go to the GoFundMe page that we have or use PayPal. The email address is there. I'll put it in the uh, Facebook chat as well here in just a second here. So, um, and if you are wanting to speak to Emilani, when you call in, press the one on your phone, okay? 347-884-8245, press the one on your phone, okay? Um, if you want to come on and you want to make a donation, okay? If you're in the chat, let me know. Just kind of type in there, Mike, I need help, um, and I'll be glad to help you. Let's go to um, a caller who's been waiting quite a while. We do thank you for your patience. Uh, Rebecca, North Carolina, welcome. You're on. Hello. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome to the show. Hello. 
What's going on? Well, I got a question. Well, it's kind of a. I'm gonna put the long story short. When my friend, my my my, my friend, her name was Rebecca. Well, she was in the hospital, and she got out not too long ago, and she got broken too. And her stuff got gone, like her TVs, her tablets, her computers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What do you see as in, do you see her getting that stuff back? Do you see them catching the people who took it? Or, I it's mean, definitely it was, somebody that she knows. It's somebody that it knew, was, knows. She knows. Okay, it, was, it wasn't just her that got stolen. It was the neighbor, her neighbor above her also. Yeah, definitely somebody that she knows or somebody that lives in that same vicinity. But definitely somebody that knew that she, you know, I have to say, it's somebody that knows that she was gone. How well does she know the neighbor above her? Well, there's a neighbor above above her that has, since they have moved in, it's like things have been missing here lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she suspected it's her neighbor above her. Yeah, she's, that's exactly she's, who I saw. It's a guy. He's Yeah. Hundred percent. And so yep. it is him. Yep. So you now uh, you know this is a reading, but the moment you said it, I saw the person, the neighbor that's above her. They knew she was gone, and they're just sort of pretending that they lost stuff. Because I mean, I mean, she's lost two TVs. She's lost a computer, two um, small little tablets. Um, a ring, um, a swimming pool, mm-hmm. in a tent, and stuff like that. She's just lost so much, and she's had so much health issues. Right. So let me tell you a little bit about her. So I'm going to send her some healing because she's very frightened, and she's very. So this is what's bringing it on. You know, did she go through? Is she in a relationship, or did she go through a breakup too? Well, because. I feel like she her, feels like she's unprotected. She well, she's had a really rough childhood yeah. past and a rough yeah. childhood adult life. Yes. Um her adult her childhood she was abused, she was sexually molested by her um stepdad that her mom's married to and yeah. it's, so it's I, a lot of stuff. This she's is what I feel. Yeah, this is what I feel that she lives in fear. This is where and you know, God bless her because I'm I'm sending her energy. I feel like she lives in fear and that's where the illnesses and the break ins come from. Right? That when we have that kind of a vibration where we feel a vi- that we're a victim, even though she, maybe she was victimized in her childhood, we have to let go of that vibration in order for it to stop happening. She needs to get emotional help to let go of that vibration so she stops having these incidents happen, you see, because it makes her even live by people like that. See, we create our life by what we vibe at. And as a victim, she's living in a place where there's a victimizer living right above her. And the reason that's happening is so she can get the message to finally let go of the victimization. You see, the universe is a metaphor. It's it's a place where it tells you what's wrong with you. It shows yeah. you where you're out of balance, right? It says, hey, this is a mirror to how you feel about yourself. And so for her, 
um, do I feel like everything will be restored to her, but she has to let go of the fears. Now, yeah, I, I say yeah. it in a general reason, re, uh, general way in that way because this is a reading on the radio, which we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. You know, I can give her, she wants to go on my website and get a better reading or get some help. You know, I can offer that. But right now I can tell you that her vibration of being a victim is going to continue making her be a victim until she lets go of it. And that gets her life restored back to her, like the yeah. TVs and all the things, you see, and her health. Yeah, she she just, she's, I mean, she has the right, every right to feel so valid. I mean, she has the right. And... Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, nine times out of ten, they're not going to come back. But, I mean, if you go somewhere else, you know, you stay no, somewhere else. No, if she lives there, they're going to come back if she's gone out of the house. It is not, it's not going to stop with the person that's living above her. Because they got and away I, with it. And I, to, and, I told her, and I told her, I said, Rebecca, I said, you know, I said, don't go to somebody else's house and stay because this happened. You need to stay here. Yeah. Don't give them the satisfaction. Say, hey, I'm here. You're not coming back to my house. No. She needs to give somebody her key. If something happens to her, somebody needs to go to her house on a day, you know, regular basis. But really, she needs to do the internal work it takes to not be a victim anymore. And yeah, it's because, work. It's work, yeah. but it's work for the rest of her life. She'll be free of that energy. Yeah, okay? she's just like... She sleeps during the day and stays awake during nighttime because she feels like if she sleeps during the daytime, then she knows they're not going to come in. And then at nighttime, she, I mean, she's, like, alert and she's ready. Yeah, she's, she's inundated like, with fear right now. And she that's what she needs to get help to get relieved of. So she doesn't have to do that. Like, when we have, you know, even just knowing that we have a higher power that watches over us or protects us, that's that's the beginning of healing. But for her to have all that stuff have happened to her, that's what she needs help with. And that's work, but she'll never feel this way again, and her health will even stop. Her health is showing her how fearful she is. Yeah, she's got a lot of kidney issues. She's got a lot of infections. She's had this since she was a really young kid, and it's like she's been sick all her life, and it's like no matter what she's done, she's... Yeah, she's probably held on to all the things that have happened to her. She, she's held yeah, she on has. to them in her body and showing her that that her emotional body is holding on to all these things. And for her to be able to let go and find some healing for that, she'll she'll her life will get better. So it's really involved, you know, with her background and all of that. But she needs to find herself a good healer, get it done, get the work done, so that she doesn't yeah. have to live like that anymore. Okay? Yeah. Can I see yeah. with her? Well, see, she she's an empath too, and I'm an empath, and I see, mm-hmm. hear, sense, feel things. And mm-hmm. those I pick up off people. Yeah. See, I just say if I met you, you know, and I didn't know you from Adam and Eve, I didn't know you, and I said something's wrong, something's not right, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I said if I say be careful, something's not right, just, just be careful whatever you do. I mm-hmm. just later on down the road, I'll find out I'm right. I mean, mm-hmm. I it's, I've done that to so many people. I've done it to her with her ex. Mm-hmm. 
and she called, she cried, called me crying, and she said, you know, how did you know? How did you? I said, I don't know, Rebecca. I don't know. I just picked it up. I just knew something wasn't right. I just didn't know what it was, but I knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. That's why just I said remember, be careful. Right. Just remember, as an empath, you have to let go of that energy. It's it's for you to take into relief, relieve it within yourself. You see, you don't take people's energy in, but empaths naturally do that. But it's so that you can shift the energy within yourself and let it go and and send them back um, higher vibration. So don't keep yeah. that energy because you'll end up with their, her symptoms. So learn about being an empath and use it correctly because you're a tool for the universe. Your being is a tool for the universe to shift energy through. So you don't want to hold on to this story of hers and hold on to her energy or her symptoms. Got it? So learn about that because it's very cool to be an empath, right, it, when you work it the way it's meant to be worked. But yeah. a lot of empaths take in energy and they don't let it go and then their lives are hell. And you read tons of articles about it. So you have to learn to be able to release that energy, meaning that that energy is not of God. That energy is not of spirit. And so you bring it in and you unleash spirit into that energy, which dissipates the the shadow, right? Dissipates the ego part of it and and transmutes that energy into higher vibrational energy, which sends healing to everyone that gets around you. And you don't get sick and you don't get sad. And do you see? Yeah, see with me, I mean. That's why you're getting this reading for her and she's not doing it herself. She needs to do it herself. Got it? It's great that you're doing it, but she has to have her own epiphanies as well. Yeah. And see, the reason I'm doing it is because I kind of suspected it was her neighbor above her, and I just kind of yeah. picked up off oh, yeah. of them, you know. And and for some reason, when I talked to her, when was it yesterday about it? And I said, and I said them. For some reason, I said them. It's more than one. And yeah. I, I think I, I said Rebecca. I think that I think he had help. Whoever it was had help. No, well, I feel like there was three people, and one is younger. One is a young person. So there's two that's what I, see, that's adults what and one young person. All right. Guys, we got to wrap. Okay. We're over time. Okay. okay. Contact right. Emilani. Thank you Contact for calling Emilani. in. She Thank will you. Help you tremendously. Okay. Good night, Rebecca. Hope Thank that you. Helps. Good night. Yes. Thank you. Good night. Okay, well, I have got to go. And Milani, this has been great first show. Look forward to it each week. <laughs> You're awesome. So uh, this is really great reconnecting with you. So uh, Thank I you, you so much so. for having me back on. I mean, I felt oh, so rusty, right? I was like, wow, I haven't done this for a year. But it was amazing, <laughs> and thank you so much. And I send <laughs> blessings to all of our listeners. And love and light, remember who you are. Amen. Amen, sister. All right. Take care. Amen, Have brother. a great week. Me too. Talk to you next All right. week. All right. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. All right. That's the wonderful Emilani. See what I was telling you about at the beginning of the show? So, um, okay. So, uh, we will be back tomorrow. Um, so, we'll see you then. Media Michelle Fletcher will be our guest. And everybody have a pleasant, great night. And make sure you know... 
I love you, and God loves you too. Good night, everybody.